0: Super duty, tough work. It's your boys, Printnificence, Illogic. What up? We're back in the building, back in the house, on the radio again. Folks, you know, we want to appreciate, give, send a shout out to all of our loyal listeners. hmm You know, all the fans of the show. And, you know, the great feedback we got on last week's episode. Right. You know, about the the idea of unionizing hip hop. And it wouldn't be a Super Duty Tough Work episode if it didn't piss somebody off. (laughs) So, to the guy who hit me on Twitter, who was very upset that we decided to talk about this, um, hold this block button, my friend. You'll be getting no
1: response from me. Hold this block. You hold this block. Put that in your pocket. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, bro. Exactly. Chew
0: on this block, bitch. (laughs) You'll be getting no response. You know what I mean? It's like when Jay-Z was like, uh, you only get half a bar. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you can't get nothing like that. So, uh, you know, we piss people off sometimes because they take shit more seriously than we do.
1: I didn't even see that like was it, was it in, in, a, in a feed or did he send you DMs? He tagged me on some shit and you on some
0: shit like he said I guess these guys I can't believe they would do an episode about he said uh, I can't believe they would do an episode promoting socialism when they diss socialism I stopped listening so I'm thinking first of all is, is our NBA union socialists is the NBA a socialist institution? Yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? It's like <sighs> some people, they sound smart to dumb people. And so I leave them alone. I'm not gonna argue about
1: it. It's just so stupid that ideas that have that are involved in things can't stand alone. Yeah. Cause and it wasn't idea, a conversation about socialism. We were just talking no, about the idea. The idea of a union. Period.
0: Just discuss it. That's it that's it that's it I didn't know we could piss people off like that so much but you know it's, it's he was mad I think he was mad from many episodes ago from something we said he stayed listening until last week mm. but then he decided to let us know he was officially not listening to us anymore oh <laughs> cry some more <laughs> uh, wah 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 ain't no crying in hip hop come on we don't care <laughs> They call us the most infamous for a reason. Yeah, man. You know, so anyways, this week, we're going to talk about rappers getting killed. This week, you know, we saw the unfortunate uh, death of rapper Young Dolph, you know, from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and Elogic and I talk about this topic a lot because every time a rapper gets killed, we want to talk about it. But it's very hard to figure out which angle to approach it from. Yeah. So many instances, we have ideas and we just hold them because like, uh, and then, you know, several months later, a year later, someone else gets shot and killed. And we. Uh. this time around, we're going to talk about some things. And, you know, this week we're going to talk about why rappers keep getting shot. There's a lot of little reasons when you look at all these incidences that you'll find across the board. Uh, that lead to these problems and we're going to talk about this today we're going to talk about this young dog situation uh and then we're just going to talk about why these things keep happening because maybe if we look at why they keep happening and we can figure that out we can stop it from happening yeah so uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back
2: now listening to super duty tough work with your host blueprint raw and uncut adult conversations no shucking no jobbing and no bullshit
0: super duty tough work y'all know who we are mm-hmm. y'all know what we do I'm going to read this article from The Guardian. And the title of this article is Rapper Young Dolph Shot and Killed at the Age 36 in Memphis. Uh, Adolph Robert Thornton Jr., who turned brushes with death into raps of survival, was killed while buying cookies in his hometown. Article goes like this. Young Dolph, a star of indie rap and cousin of the late artist Jute Swirled, was shot and killed Wednesday in his hometown of Memphis. Multiple law enforcement sources confirmed to Fox 13 Memphis. He was 36 years old. The rapper, whose name, whose real name is Adolph Robert Thornton Jr. was buying cookies at Makita's Butter Cookies at about 1 p.m. Wednesday when a gunman drove up and shot through the window. His quote says, the tragic shooting death of rap artist Young Dolph serves as another reminder of the pain that violent crime brings with it. Memphis Mayor Jim Strickland tweeted, My thoughts and prayers are with his family and friends. Dolph, who, was, who has 4.4 million followers on Instagram, released his debut studio album, King of Memphis, in 2016. The album peaked at number 49 on the Billboard 200 chart. Dolph followed up with his album, Rich Slave, featuring the single R&B with Megan The Stallion in August 2020. Born in Chicago and raised by his grandmother in Memphis, young Dolph, as the oldest brother of his siblings, learned early to be self-sufficient. His parents were addicted to crack and his options for for making money in a neighborhood racket racked by violence and poverty were limited to hustling. We were in fourth, fifth and sixth grades seeing this living hell. He told The Guardian in 2018. I've just always wanted the money. I told my grandma a long time ago that I was going to take my mom and dad out the hood. I was a little boy saying that shit. I ain't never really had no dad. Just the streets ways. And I'm giving people game that their dad was supposed to be giving them on these tapes and lyrics. My whole thing is about giving these folks the real. Daw started freestyling with his friends as a teenager and began releasing mixtapes in 2008. It can be I, it can be at a spot. It can be in a trap. It can be in the car driving. We just fucking around. He told the Guardian. He built a reputation as a confident rapper, hungry for success. As he rapped on in my system off the 2017 mixtape Rich Crack Baby. I clocked in when I was 12 and I never clocked out. I'd rather motivate somebody all day long. He said in 2018 to me, that is timeless music. He also used close brushes with death to fuel as fuel for his music in 2017 a beef with fellow memphis rapper yo gotti devolved into a spray of bullets at doff's suv in charlotte north carolina before a club experience doff turned the alleged incident into promotion for his album bulletproof featuring the song 100 shots charlotte police told the guardian that they counted no more than 50 bullets on the scene and did not establish if doff was connected to the incident Tributes have poured in from the music industry. Um, Dolph was nearly killed that September after an argument with three men in Hollywood Boulevard's tourist district turned physical. One man shot Dolph three times, leaving him in critical condition. I've been targeted since I was 17, 18, 19, he told the Guardian. I knew that I was good. Yet he wasn't a person that lives in fear, he added. You got some people who really worry about that kind of shit. I don't. Dolph is survived by a son and a daughter. Rest in peace to young Dolph. Condolences to his family. And, uh, you know, this is a story we've heard many times. Too many times. Too many times. And so this episode, we want to talk about why do rappers keep getting shot. And these are things that some people understand, some people will not. But it's, it, we need, just need to have this episode because this is not going to stop until we start talking about it. And hopefully these things start making more sense as we move forward. So the number one reason rappers keep getting shot is because
1: of their refusal to leave the hood. Mm. This is a big one. It's
0: whenever you come up and you, you, I mean, you hear the story that we just read. This man's parents were drug addicts. Mm Mm-hmm. Even from a very young age I mean he probably had to live with his he was raised by his grandmother because his parents were both addicted to drugs Yeah, he was hustling at a very young age 12 11 years old that tells you a lot about the environment that he was in Right, that he didn't have the proper you know uh, parental influence and guidance outside of his grandmother very unstable situation was in the streets very early you got to ask yourself what kind of environment is that
1: for a right. young child You know, and what mindset does that develop in the child as they get older and as they grow up? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had
0: a conversation with one of my guys I went to school with a few months back and we were just talking about all the things that we saw growing up in a hood that were fucked up that we didn't know were fucked up until later on. This happens all the time. Sometimes you could see something get fucked up. You could hear about something happening to somebody. You'd be like, damn. That's fucked up. And then you just go on about your day. Mm-hmm. Another day in the hood. It's normal, right? Yeah. What we don't un- what don't acknowledge is that there's a traumatic effect of that. There's an impact that this environment that you're in has on you. It's a bad environment, period. There may be good people in it. There may be well-intentioned people in it. But, there's, there's, but the bad elements of it, which may only be 10% of the population in that area, are turning it into a very dangerous place to live. Right. And this is when you're broke. This is when you ain't got shit as dangerous. Imagine what happens when you come from that environment. You blow up. You got billboard uh, uh, ranking albums. You're basically a millionaire. But everything you know and understand is in this area. And you've normalized all the fucked up shit because it's just another day. Mm -hmm. so you keep coming back and dealing with the same shit and still in that area your refusal to leave the hood will be your motherfucking downfall straight up even if you don't do nothing wrong personally I'm not judging him in that regard because as a black man I think it's pretty fucked up
1: that we can't go back to the fucking hood right Why? why not why can't I come home Yeah. And be comfortable. This is where I should be comfortable. Yeah. This is where I should be the safest. I shouldn't have to move around a bunch of people I
0: don't know to feel safe. Yeah. To an environment I wasn't, I'm not familiar with. That's safety. Right. Safety should be where you're familiar with your surroundings. But when you start talking about these hip-hop artists, man, a lot of them come from these areas that are really, really dangerous and You know, they're around, you know, uh, an element that when their status changes, turns them into a target.
1: Yeah. And the crazy shit is, it's not just physically refusing to leave the hood, but also their mindset doesn't leave the hood. Yes. So even though you live in in the Hollywood Hills, but you still thinking like you live in on the block in the projects, that shit still follows you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because your mindset and you surround yourself with people that still have that mindset. So you're still a target, no matter yeah. if you physically leave, as if you don't mentally leave and you don't change how you approach life, the way that you think about life, then you still you still have that target on your back.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into that as well, because that's one of our later, later things we yeah. want to talk about, because, yeah. you know, for guys like this the thing that we see is that they kind of normalize the bad shit, the hood shit. You're still rapping about the same shit. You know right. what I'm saying? And so, you have not left this environment. You may live in a nicer place, but you're back there enough to where people who, who would rob you even if you weren't rich, right, right who right. target you even if you weren't a megastar, now have more opportunities to do so. And that's where the game is messed up. So that's, that's the number one reason why rappers are getting shot and killed. And it's fucked up, but it's the truth. Number two reason rappers keep getting shot is the same social circle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, just because you made it. <laughs> And you elevate it doesn't mean that everyone around you did or will or has any desire to right you keep the same social i understand you're gonna have a few homies who are mature enough to handle this transition mm-hmm. guys in your crew that supported you the whole way up and you say hey, man look i don't came up let me get you a job yeah I want you to work here. I, wanna, I want you to do this. I want you to drive. I want you to merch. I want you to do this. Whatever it may be. Security. Who cares? Hire them. Allow them to see, you know, a, a positive side of, of life that's not from the hood. But be very careful because that's not for everybody. Yeah. And having the same social
1: circle you had before you was rich, after you rich, will get you killed. Yeah. it's It's wild to think about that. Like you can't, you know, this, this, is, this piggybacks off number one. You know what I'm saying? Like, not leaving that that hood shit. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes the reason that they keep those social circles around is because that's where they're comfortable. They don't want to be surrounded by a whole bunch of motherfuckers they don't know. Yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? Even if it's bad for them, you know, to be around the people that they know, they want to feel some semblance of, of comfort of comfortability yes. of being able, feeling like they can relax, you know, mm-hmm. because, because last week, you know, they was broke this week. They a multimillionaire like, and that's how that shit happens with a lot of these rap artists. Like they sign that contract and they get a check that day for, you know, if depending on where they at half a million, yep, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Quarter million dollars. And they fucking rich at that yes. point. Yep. But they still live in a project. So they got to make that transition. And, They taking they dudes with them a lot of times, and sometimes that's not the way to go. But it's hard to break that off, you know, when you're just getting into this new, new area of your life where you don't know nobody. Yeah, that's in the same tax bracket as you. You know, yeah, (laughs) you don't know nobody yet. Yeah, it's
0: it's a fine line too with this one because, you know, what we hear a lot and the struggle that I think a lot of these guys have to deal with is that. In hip hop culture and this, in, in, in black culture, a lot of the times we be having this whole like, you blew up and then you forgot who you were. Yeah. Kind of line that they say to people when they come up like this. Oh,
1: you yeah. forgot who you are. Oh, you think you too good for us now. Yeah, so it's oh. almost out of guilt that they yeah. keep the same. You know, guilt and trying to remain, I'm keeping it real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that they try to keep that same social circle. and. It's not worth it all the time.
0: Yeah. So like you got to keep some people from that environment around so that other people see that you ain't completely left it. So you still look like you legitimized by that neighborhood. Yeah. And but keeping those people around who are into shit that's going to be detrimental to what you do. Is an easy way to get fucked up out here. And this, this whole show is not even about young Dolph specifically. We don't know what the hell was behind that incident. But these themes that we're talking about in this episode apply to any number of these guys. And you hear it years later when these stories come out. It's always something like this. Mm -hmm. So even if only one of these applies to him, you know what I mean? Um, Hopefully this show explains a lot of why these things happen to all these rappers. So that's number two. The number three reason why rappers keep getting shot is being too flashy. Yeah. As I was saying, in the words of Jay Dilla, fuck that. I know better. Can't floss around niggas with no cheddar. No cheddar. Yep. He told you, he told y'all, there's certain shit you can't do around people who don't have what you have. Right. And this is one of the biggest dynamics that puts rappers in jeopardy because, you know, part of being a rapper seems to be that you have to be as flashy as possible. Like, you can't look mm-hmm. broke and be like a mainstream rapper. Right. You can't dress down. You always gotta dress up. More gold, more diamonds, more bling, more, you know what I'm saying, flashy shit. Yeah. But you gotta realize that the people who 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 got a problem with you, all that does is create more animosity.
1: Yeah, they looking to catch you slipping.
0: Yeah. And
1: like... Look at this chain. I'm going to take that shit. Yeah. Look at this car. All karma. that money on Instagram. Like, I like I never understood that. Yeah. Never understood that. Like, why why do you want it? Why? Yeah. For, for what?
0: Like, what's the purpose? We don't hear about fucking uh, dudes in other genres getting jacked like this.
1: No, because you go to their Instagrams, they ain't got, you know, $100,000 <laughs> spread out a- around the room in stacks. <laughs> right, right. Hold it up to their ear. Hey, look at me. Right. <laughs> Cause even, cause but even you look at you know the Jay Zs of the world, the Nas's, the cats that we know, yeah, got millions of dollars, yeah. These niggas ain't never, <laughs> never. You ain't never seen Jay Z with money surrounding him like that, yeah. Unless it was a music video, yeah. It, and even then, he don't even do it like that. Yeah, it makes me think this thought,
0: like. Is there an assumption with these people who flash? Like, if you flash stuff all the time, like you're saying, flashing money on Instagram and everywhere, does it create like a sub a belief in these people who don't like you that since you always want to show it, you can always have it on you? Like, right. no one thinks if they if they run up on Bill Gates that he got ten grand in his pocket. Right, right. No one thinks that they if they catch Jeff Bezos at a fucking baseball game that he's gonna have a chain worth stealing or you know what I'm saying, a car worth. They just like, these dudes just be looking regular. You know they got yep. money, but it's not like actually on them. Right, right. But there's, there's a high price of, of showing that you actually have it on you. Yeah. I have yeah. the chain literally on right now. All the
1: time. Yeah. And it costs $200,000.
0: Yeah. I'm always driving this car. You'll yep. never catch me in a less flashy car. Yeah. You know, I always got, you know, $25,000 cash on me. Mm-hmm just to, to to show off whether we want to admit it or not, like that shit creates a problem. And that problem is the number four reason rappers keep getting shot and killed is jealousy. Yes. Yes. This might be number one on this list in terms of priority. Mm hmm. We, we hate to admit it, but the more successful you are, there's always going to be somebody who hates to see that success, man, yeah, and even if it's not monetary, you know, you see some very few people in society are wired to where the next man's success they can celebrate and be happy and inspired by,
1: oh yeah, especially I mean, especially cats that come from the hood that yes. don't you know that don't see a lot of that success, mhm they don't, they're they're like, you know, he came from the same place I did. Why not me? Yes. You know what I'm saying? What makes him so special? Yes. And and this whole thing is, has created almost an undercurrent of culture with kids where, you know, they feel like they have to have money and this is how you look cool. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, what, if, if, if I'm really a thug, you know what I'm saying? If I'm really hard you know what I'm saying this is what the hard dudes do so let me you know let me get my allowance all in ones you know what I'm saying and show this money or let me you know have all this money around me when you really don't got shit yes yes but you you portraying something and you Mm -hmm. create you become a target you know what I'm saying and this is why young kids are getting involved in this shit and getting killed (sighs) too yeah dude I fucking agree
0: So that's number four. Let's take a break anyway. We'll be right back. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you as a listener or watcher of this podcast need to absolutely own the first is the 10 traits of successful hip-hop artists and the second is the social media cheat code both of these books were released within the last year the 10 traits of successful hip-hop artists is a book where i go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip-hop today um The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is the social media cheat code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like, 12 or 13 strategies that i use all the time that actually work really well for me i put it into book i gave you examples and i tell you how to implement it that's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast Watcher, this podcast if you're on youtube supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast so uh, to support the show if you like what we do obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. so support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support, and uh, back to the show. Now right. so back to this topic: Why rappers keep getting shot? Number five, and this is one that you spoke on a little bit earlier that we got to yeah. talk about. The number five reason is not changing your mindset. Now, yes, let's assume that you do the right thing that we mentioned in number one. You actually do move out of the hood when you become really successful. moving out of the hood is not just a physical thing. It's mental. Your mindset has to change as you change your environment. You have to realize that you're not like everybody else. You're different now. You have a status they don't have. You have a platform they don't have. You have financial uh, uh, streams and money that they'll never see. Right. And because of that, like, you have to change how you think. You can't be a, a wealthy person with a poor person's mentality. Yep. Or you, you won't not, be wealthy that long. Not very long, buddy. Nope. It'll come to an end. And so what we want to say is like, when you start to elevate, make sure that you are cultivating your mind as well. Not just, it's, it's very similar to someone who lifts a bunch of weights, but never works on their self-esteem. Oh, facts. You know? And then when they lift weights, they become more insecure. There's still that insecure fat boy inside, even though they got in shape. You be like, What's mm-hmm. up with this guy? Why are they so insecure? They look great. They still think they're ugly. They still think that they're, you know, not good enough. Working on the physical aspect is one thing, but working on the mental aspect is another. When you make it, you're gonna have to realize there's certain things that you should not be involved with and certain things that you are above. Yeah.
1: And that's important.
0: Yeah. And it's hard to do that when you're around people who don't believe the same thing.
1: You now have everything to lose. They don't. Yeah. And this is also like about changing your mindset, getting comfortable in those rooms, yeah. you know, where there are people that are now in your position because most people that are in that position that are millionaires or more, you know, they think very differently. They do yes. things very differently. They move very differently. They're surrounded by people who are very different. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's always one of those situations where if you want to be a Jay Z, if you want to be a, a a Puff, if you want to get to those levels, then yeah, you can still surround yourself with hip hop people. But surround yourself with hip hop people that are in a position where they, they might have came from the hood, mm-hmm. but the hood mindset has changed.
0: Yes, yes. You know,
1: so those are the kind of people that you need to study, the people that have come from the same place that you've come from but have made that transition in their minds as well as their bank accounts. Back. And that, those kind of people give you game, you know what I'm saying, and give you, you know, ways to move and ways to not be uncomfortable. yes. You know, you don't have to be around Jeff Bezos. You could be around Jay Z. I'm sure that's a completely different, same yes. kind of mindset. You know yep. what I'm saying? But it's yeah. a it's a more comfortability being around a Timberland, being around a. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, than than you know, uh, Bill Gates or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm sure there's a difference in, but these people still have money. So yeah, you gotta change your mind, man. Yeah, you know, it, this whole
0: it reminds me of the story that uh, Benny Siegel told about how. Um, when you at like the post Rockefeller era, when mm-hmm. Benny Siegel was still kind of in trouble. Doing the streets, things, and he was in court, and the and the judge asked, you know, Jay Z, if he could release uh, Benny Siegel under Jay Z's custody, mm-hmm. you know, if you would be willing to sign for him, be responsible for him, and Jay Z said no. Yep, straight and up. Benny, and Benny Siegel was heard about that at the time. Lashed out, you know, diss songs, everything. Really mad at Jay for not taking responsibility for him. But the reason Jay couldn't do it is because Benny Siegel's mentality had not evolved. Facts. He knew that if Benny Siegel was still acting that way after he was already a millionaire, what the hell am I gonna tell this grown ass man out here on the streets? Yeah. This dude gonna go out here and do the same thing. Only difference is now is that because I signed for this man, I'm
1: responsible. I'm in responsible. (laughs) Come on now. And Who so wants to
0: do that? Nobody. And everybody at the time was like, oh, man, that's messed up. You wouldn't sign for your man. Neither would you. Nope. Neither would you. Because you, you understand, like, that's that's very serious. You do that for your children. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>
1: Depending on the situation. <laughs> right. You know right. How like, hey, many times guys, it's been. Yeah, yeah. you got to stay in there, partner. You ain't learned your lesson. Right. This is the fourth time I didn't sign for you, bruh. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. Not doing you know it again.
0: Yeah, you ain't your own. And I think that's where Jay Z was at with it. Jay was like, "Dude, I'm tired of fucking getting you out yep. of situations. You have to yep. learn because your mentality has not changed. And until your mentality change, you're gonna have to learn this lesson. And yep. you keep going through this because you keep refusing to learn this this lesson. Yep. And so, change your mindset. That's number yep. five. Number six reason rappers keep getting shot. This was a taboo one, but we gotta talk about it anyway truth, women, mm. women, mm. you know, when you look at hip hop, you, do you ever think it's weird that these dudes all be like, uh, passing off the same five to seven. Women? Come on, come on, bro. Come on. And then every time they get with them, they be taking shots at the dude who dated them before. Come on. And then the chicks be getting passed around and she looks, no one says nothing to her, but then mm-hmm. these dudes don't like each other no more. Yeah. Or you think it's weird that when a rapper got beef with another rapper, he's more likely to slide into that rapper's girl's DMs than he is to diss him on record. Facts.
1: Y'all think this don't cause some tension? Come on now. This, think... costs, this will cause tension with regular dudes. <laughs> right. <laughs> let alone multimillionaires who can make a couple phone calls and get at you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it causes problems, man.
0: You know, I mean, and, and the guys who are married don't be having these problems.
1: <laughs> they do not. <laughs> they do not. They be minding their business,
0: man. You know they don't be fighting over women once you married. Yeah, it's you're very not, rare. You ain't got to Very rare. Yeah. You ain't passing around your wife to nobody. Facts. And uh, I think we gotta admit that there's something about that that puts a lot of brothers in danger. Mm-hmm. And that until they realize that my competition with this uh, with this, this man or these other men for this same woman. Is creating attention in situations that I really don't want to be dealing with. They're gonna always be in these bullshit situations. Yep. It's very true.
1: You know, I don't I'm really saying. got nothing to add to that. <laughs> it's, it's just true. It's just true. Yeah. And it's not the women's fault. No, the women are just doing women are being women. Women are being women and dudes are unfortunately being dudes. Like, right. right. I, it's it's unfortunate, but yeah. you know, a lot of times, like, it's my girl. Oh, well, she was my girl last week. You know Thank what you. I mean? Like, hello. Come on, man. Yeah. You know, and,
0: and these dudes, you know, it's just sad. But it's, it's a reality that as a man, you need to understand. And that's something you got to think about even when you're, like you're saying, not famous. Yeah. You got to be very careful with these things when you're not famous. Who your girl has dated in the past, what they think about you. Do you have a potential problem on your hands? Right. And so these guys are at even much higher level, much more to risk, bigger entourages, more opportunity for conflict. They gotta be twice as careful about who they uh, date and make sure they're not dating women who, who put them in those situations. So that's number six. Number seven reason rappers keep getting shot and killed. Not having proper security. I think the only rapper who got proper—I'll say the only rappers who got proper security in 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 the industry to me is probably Fifty Cent Mm -hmm. and Jay Z. Yeah, because they They know—they know know what it is. (laughs) Fifty Cent doesn't had a damn army around him. Well, I say Takashi six nine. This motherfucker know. (laughs) Yeah, he
1: be having mad bodyguards. Oh, especially now. Come on now. Come (laughs) on, bro. Ain't no way you going anywhere without at least three to five dudes. He know. Yeah. (laughs) But if you're going to do this rap thing
0: and you're going to be out here making enemies and you're going to be in the streets and you're going to be talking your shit, you damn well better have top notch security. Yeah. Quick announcement. Over the years, we have frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at weightless.net. That's weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time back to the show all right folks we back you know the most infamous podcast who can't seem to keep their stream right this (laughs) week issues crazy so let's just get this one in the bag we're gonna put this one in the bag we got a few more bullet points and then we'll get out of here uh, the number one i'm sorry not the number one the number eight reason rappers keep getting shot is trying to impress the wrong people right here's the thing when everybody's at a lower level it's easier to impress them people you know what I'm saying you don't even think about that much these dumb people all got the same shit Mm -hmm. but when you get up here you still be trying to impress the people down there yeah why are you not doing shit for the people up there because as rich as you are a rapper, if you ain't super duper duper rich, mm-hmm. there's still people who got way more than you. Way more. You're not on their level. Yeah. So why not do things and move in a way that, that is uh, to seek the attention, approval, uh, trust of people who are where you want to be. Right. As opposed to people who are where you used to be. And this is why I say the wrong people, right? Like if you're gonna
1: try to impress somebody, aim high. Yeah, exactly. Not low. It's easy. Because the people down there are already impressed anyway. You ain't gotta do nothing for them. You ain't gotta do nothing. Like just the fact that you where you are is impressive. You've that's all enough. you've done way more than enough. And so,
0: you know, when you see these guys doing some of this stuff, you gotta think about who they're doing it for. Mm -hmm. you know a a chain looks great to somebody else who's got a million dollars but to a motherfucker who's got 200 million dollars he's looking at your chain and your car thinking
1: that's 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 so 2000 2003 you know what i mean
0: (laughs) yeah so gaudy you know they be using words like that you know just like distasteful they don't even like that shit that flashy shit so it's different to them so i say if we can stop trying to impress the wrong people, even, even with just like how we speak about violence, Mm -hmm. how we present ourselves on some tough guy shit, you know, if you talking about, you still talking about getting physical with cats, you still talking about shooting people up. You're not aiming high. Yep. Aiming low. You're talking to the people beneath you on your level, Mm -hmm. you know, because I ain't heard nobody no super rich people out here are giving physical threats to nobody seems to me like the more money you get the less
1: physical violence appeals to you yeah exactly you got shit to protect you got <laughs> shit to lose yeah and and the thing one of the things is like we really going. nobody's gonna really talk about how you know the shit that these rappers talk about you nobody's gonna talk about how that relates to them getting killed nobody's gonna say anything we just going you know, hit them with some rest in peace and yeah, yeah. and play their catalogs, but we're not gonna talk about the content. Come on. That they put in out there. Come on. We're not we we not gonna talk about that. Mm-mm. We gonna we gonna act like, you know, the shit that young Dolph was talking about in the way that he presented himself. Cause I, I haven't I hadn't heard of him. I mean I heard of him, but I hadn't really yeah. listened to his shit. I went and listened to a little bit of his stuff. Yeah. Some of it is, some of it is really on some positive, like got myself out of the hood, you know, kind of yeah. shit. But a lot of it is on some. I'ma shoot you. I'ma kill you. <laughs> you know, like I'ma kill. Ki-, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You yeah. live by the gun, die by the gun. Like that shit. That shit is real. Yes. Yes. You put that out into the universe. That's what's gonna come back to you. Karma is real. Karma yeah. is real. And you know who's gonna talk about it? We are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we gonna be the only motherfuckers who actually take it there. Yeah, cause ain't nobody taking it there. Even like and and the suck, the sucky thing is is the fans of this music wanna act like this shit don't don't have nothing to do with what's going on. Like yeah. even cats like um uh what was that dude's name? Um ch- uh the triple X dude um that was real depressed
0: Extent- uh Tentacion. yeah yeah.
1: Like even like cats coming to fight him at shows yeah. and you know oh, there, what I'm saying? There and, was mad videos of him just squabbing dudes after, yeah. on his own, right? Like, and and the thing is, his music wasn't even about, but his his just the way that he he lived his life, yeah, and the shit, the people he surrounded himself with and shit. Like, you think that stuff ain't gonna come back and bite you? Facts. How you think Pop Smoke got killed? Being trying to be hard, you know, trying so to still it, be hard. You know, man. Like, come on, man.
0: Yeah, man. It's a uh, you know, and that that's a perfect segue to. The number nine bullet point, yeah, which is romanticizing death. Mm-hmm. The thing, the first rappers I remember to do that were Tupac and Biggie. Yep, those are the first two rappers to ever kind of glorify and romanticize the idea of dying, dying young, and had that be a theme throughout their music. Shit, ready to die. His name.
1: was <laughs> His first album was called Ready to Die. I mean, Hello. come on.
0: Ready to die. Life after death. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's like these dudes were always talking about dying and, you know, at the hands of somebody else and and how they didn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. That's the energy you put out there. That's going to be on your music. It's going to be the energy you live by. Yeah. You cannot romanticize dying young and in your music and think that it doesn't increase the likelihood of you dying young. Right. Someone who values, uh, growing old, uh, being around for a long time, moves a lot differently than somebody who's just like, "Hey, if today is it, fuck it, I'll die." You know, right? They move differently, and there's a price to pay for romanticizing death and dying young, and our and music and art and how we can, we interface with the world. And I think some of these deaths have something to do with that at a spiritual. Subconscious level. We can't measure it. We can't know. Right. But it seems to be a reoccurring theme across many of these guys. Mm-hmm. The way they speak about death
1: is very, I'm ready to go right now. Yeah. And a lot of times the way they speak about death is a lot of times how they die. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The things that they talk about as far as, you know, inflicting. Things on other people and and you know and I'm gonna kill this person. I'm gonna shoot this dude. I'm gonna you know headshot this that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a lot of that shit. Like that's how that shit comes back.
0: Yes, yes, it does, man. So
1: that's number nine. Number ten.
0: Last bullet point this week's episode: Why rappers keep getting shot is gang culture. This is another elephant in the room that nobody want to talk about. There was a time, and we've spoken about it before, when gang culture was not embraced in hip-hop. Yep. This is when you saw N.W.A. wearing all black yep. instead of blue yep. or red. They might have mentioned the word, the set, but you never heard them glorify Bloods and Crips and none of that stuff on record. It was frowned upon. Now you got guys with blue rags and red rags and blood this and crypt this and they're not the only gangs in hip hop but gang culture is synonymous with a lot of these rappers now in hip hop and it's glorified to the point to where that energy creates attention to where your beef with another rapper is not just about you and them no more. Yeah. It's about this whole gang against that whole gang, you know? And you look at what happened to Pac and Big. It was like they were beefing, but the people who killed them were not even in their immediate crew. Yeah, just some, and it was gang shit. Gang shit. Dudes outside of hip-hop were the ones, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In hip-hop, where there was some semblance of, okay, you diss me on record, I diss you back. Yep. Once you get the gangs
1: involved, nah. You just my man, I'll fucking shoot you. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, the wild thing is the first person I really remember, um, you know, other than like the bloods and crypts that were on record. You know what I'm saying? Which was kind of real low-key. But the yep. first big person I remember that was claiming a gang was Snoop. Yep. Snoop Dogg, then the game and, and then the game. Yeah. You know, so Snoop was the crypt, the game was the blood, you know, yep. and even I mean shit, and even as peace is, as Kendrick is, he talks about bloods. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he's in the gang, but those are the people that he was raised around. And those are the people that was in his hood. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, ah, it's scary, man. Yeah, it is. You gotta be careful with that. You gotta be careful yeah. with that,
0: man. So, you know, that's our take on it. You know, that's it for this week. You know, we don't have no, uh, solutions on this shit. I mean, unfortunately, there seems to be no pause in it mm-hmm. ever from Nipsey to young Dolph to, you see what I'm saying? Like it's just, it just keeps going and no one wants to talk about why these things keep happening. And this is our opinion. Y'all, some people might get pissed off by us saying some
1: of these things at this point, but I think, I think y'all know it's fucking real. Yeah. And it just creates conversation. If you think there's other reasons, then let's talk about them. Yeah. You know let's, what I'm saying? Like let's let's create the convo because yeah, we don't listen to a lot of this stuff. Like our fans and followers probably don't listen to a lot of these cats that are getting killed. Yeah. But it's still an epidemic in hip hop. Hip hop culture, whether we like these dudes or not, yeah, they're part of the fucking culture. Yeah. And it's something that that needs to be changed and it's something that needs to be addressed.
0: Shit. Well said, my man. Well said. Yeah. So uh, that's it for this week, man. You know, and, uh, you know, we will see y'all next week. Work. Peace. Peace. Thank
2: you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot,
0: I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty, tough work. <laughs>